another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. It's another Wednesday, which means it's another dose of the blondes. One in the south of France, where things are probably getting a little warmer, and one in Johannesburg, where things are definitely cooling down a little bit. Jenny Baxter from sapeople.com. How are we this week? Hello, Melanie. We're really well. I think the whole of France is sunny and blue except for us. But I saw your beautiful cosmos flowers. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. The autumn curb flowers, as I found out they were called on one of the episodes of um, Treasure Hunt back in the day. It's definitely, they're not in full force yet, but it was so lovely walking through the Delta in the squishiness. Oh my gosh, we've had so much rain um, that it's actually kind of like, you know, you walk. I ended up walking in wet shoes for most of the rest of the day and ended up with white toes and white toenails. So <laughs> that wasn't much fun. But the cosmos, are, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're driving down like through the free state, You'll see them. And, and I'm going to be doing a little piece on Mansfield today about where the whole cosmos thing came from. You know, everybody sits and thinks, oh, look at our wildflowers. But they're actually, I think, from South America. Oh, and uh, they are harbingers of the, the colder weather on its way. But um, I suppose that's not a bad thing. It's, it's not a complete disaster. It's not, we're not completely into winter yet. My whole thing, of course, is that we haven't had much of a summer in Johannesburg. I only got into the pool, I think, twice this year, which has been horrible. Oh, you're going to have to come visit me in the summer. I think I might just do that because I, I don't trying. like winter. I know you keep trying. We keep trying on that. And of course, I mean, you know, the fact that, um, oh, our state of disaster. I mean, I think we mentioned it last week that it's, it's really weird that to think two years ago, we were getting into the stage where we honestly just thought, Okay, three weeks of being locked down, that's fine. And and two years later, they've gone and extended the state of disaster here in South Africa. Sorry, I don't see what the disaster is at the moment. You know, I mean, okay. And as some people taking, say it's the government. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah that's, that was my thing. The only disaster is the government. But if you read the news from, I mean, was it 10 provinces in China have gone back into lockdown again because of Omicron and people are, are actually dying from it. Um, whereas we all kind of thought, well, Omicron isn't as bad as Delta or the original stream. So we'll have to wait and see if we go into another wave. But they're saying that if we do go into another wave, that'll only be probably at the end of April. And the state of disaster has only been extended to the 15th of April. But we shall see. But what exactly does it mean? You know, how does it change your life, whether there's this current state of disaster or not? You're not wearing masks. You don't We are wearing masks. I don't know. I don't know if we... Uh. Honestly, how it um, affects your just daily annoying. life? Uh, it, it doesn't really. Well, we have. It is so beautiful. On Monday, most of our laws were dropped, so no more. Most of our restrictions, so no more masks. And during these last two years, I go to a coffee shop really near me, uh, one of the pools, which I think you have in South Africa mm. as well now. And so some of the staff only began during these two years. So I've only ever seen them with masks on. And when, you don't know what they look like. Yeah, <laughs> and them to me too. And when we saw each other on Monday, we all shrieked because it was like seeing each other naked almost. You know, to suddenly see <laughs> these lips and these smiles and this, these teeth and the noses. Oh, my goodness. Very exciting. That feels like really warm and human again. Yeah, I mean, I I can't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I I can't understand, though. I mean, I can understand wearing masks, okay? 
But I don't understand why they've extended the disaster um, because there isn't one at the moment. I mean, the health services, well, apart from the fact that we don't really have health services because they didn't sort it out in the last couple of years, with the trouble that's going on at the Charlotte Macaque after that fire, which they still haven't like fixed everything properly. And Baraguan is running out of food. Baraguan is running out of food, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the only disaster, and that's got nothing to do with COVID, quite frankly. So who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't, because I'm blonde. I obviously know nothing. Oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> so what news do we have that's good for expats? Let's get on to the good news stuff. It's actually funny you say that you're blonde, because on Twitter the other day, there was a rumor that was so misunderstood and it was a blonde lady and everybody was believing her and when people said you can't believe this woman they actually turned around and said but she's a blonde white lady as if that made her you know be an expert so as you say not necessarily <laughs> experts no uh, um, but you know who are experts is our women's cricket team they're currently, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really exciting, really worth watching. And if you're in New Zealand, go to the matches and support them. It's the Women's Cricket World Cup being held in New Zealand right now. South Africa are currently undefeated. And in fact, the last match was against England, who were the title holders. And they beat them by, I think, three oh, wickets. fantastic. Yeah, so that was really exciting. And the whole match was exciting. There's Mignon Dupree. She will be, I think she's going to be like breaking a record tomorrow or something. She will then have 150 one-day international caps for South mm-hmm. Africa. So a pretty cool, and she's done like 17 half centuries, two centuries, um, and they're playing this week, next week in uh, Wellington, Christchurch. So I think tomorrow they're playing against New Zealand itself. Go watch. And then if you're in Paris, there is a painter, Andrew Chabelle, who is going to be at the Lou and Lou Gallery in the Troisième from the 31st of March to the 21st of May. And his paintings, I've just seen a couple of pictures and I'll definitely try to go up to Paris because then I can see Tara at the same time Mm. and I can see the Eiffel Tower, um, (laughs) which always just inspires. I don't know why, it just does. I love the Georges Pompidou uh, Centre. I think I find that very inspiring, yeah. Yeah, and they always have different exhibitions. But but anyway, Andrew, I've seen a couple of pictures, and I'll, I'll go up and hopefully see them in real life. He has decided that after – he's obviously from South Africa, mm. and normally it's sort of post-apartheid kind of stuff that he does. But this time, it's because everybody's been stuck indoors for two years, he feels that it's time to bring joy to the world. And so his paintings are joyous. And, oh, great. Um, yeah, Really beautiful, and they're, and they're for the whole world. Okay, so that's Andrew and Chabelle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So don't forget the Lou and Lou if you're in Paris or going to Paris. And what's this about Table Mountain and Reunion? Very exciting. So Table Mountain National Park and Reunion Island National Park have signed this agreement worth 1.5 million euros. Mm-hmm. It's actually the French development federation that have signed it on on reunion's behalf and basically what they'll do is they'll share information so it'll be information to help both parks with fighting global warming with uh, preventing fires getting rid of alien species you know so they'll they'll share their knowledge oh fantastic and it'll it'll help both it's yeah it's about it's about mountains on the ocean and you know that's their 
common theme. But, but as I keep saying, we can save the world one garden at a time. And those ones are really big gardens. So that, that's definitely worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what news have we got from expats? Well, down the road from me, Princess Charlene is back in Monaco. Mm-hmm. So that's really good news. She, she managed to get back before the 14th, which was her husband's birthday. Yeah. His, his 64th birthday. So she was with her, her twins and him again. And I think she's going to take another few weeks convalescing, but at the palace, apparently. Mm with her family around her and she's she's much better but still needs a little bit more healing before she starts official duties again. We're sending good uh, vibes to Charlene here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm just so, so relieved for her. And then um, for me, the funniest, it, and, it, and it's crazy because they, these are such dark times with Russia and Ukraine, but Elon Musk, you know, he's made some some real – um, support to Ukraine with the Starlink satellites. He's, he's already sent a second load of terminals for them to get mm-hmm. internet. But he's also just been very entertaining on Twitter. You know, if anybody needs a distraction that, that takes you away, but also reminds you of, of the craziness of what's going on. He put out a challenge to President Putin for a single <laughs> combat. And, um, I wouldn't take on then, Putin. You know that he's a judoka, black belt. I know, but, but, <laughs> but everybody's arguing about it. And, and, and Elon's, um, fans point out that he's a lot taller and he's 19 years younger because he's only 50. Plus yesterday or in the last 14 hours, really funny. I don't know if it's real, but a Musk has posted this post from the Chechen Republic leader mm-hmm. that, and it's like a long post with advice to Musk on how he could never beat Putin. And if he really wants to, he needs to come to the Chechen Republic. And learn and how do to do these, their style of fighting. <laughs> yes, all these kind of things. But even social media is included. And it's really funny. I mean, some of the responses and people saying, come on, Elon, can't you just buy Russia? And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's, it's amusing and intelligent. I love it. Okay. not. <laughs> At the same time. Well, you've got to be pretty hardcore to do these things. And and um, I see it here that you've got a thing about the Editorod, which is one of those completely mad races. That, I mean, I've watched this for years, the people that do the Editorod. They're mad. And now there's a South African doing it. Yeah, making history because he's the first one, the first South African to ever qualify. And I think he's he's in the last stage of the race right now. It's in Alaska. And this part... It's even windy when it's not windy kind of thing, mm-hmm. but the winds can be like hurricane winds and the temperatures can feel minus a hundred. I've only ever been to minus 136 and that was like enough. I think I just stopped feeling. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it makes no difference. But, but yeah, a huge shout out to Gerard Tiat for really making a dream come true because 22 years ago, uh, him and his wife were in Cape Town, met another couple, the Fundamavas, and together they got the stream mm-hmm. and both moved you know both couples moved to america and have really pursued the dream and made it come true that's what he went to america to do 
is what he's doing right <laughs> the now. Stuff that people want to do. They're completely crazy. Anyway, well, and he's good luck to him. He's flying the flag. He's flying the flag really high. He's doing it. You know, For his South dog Africa. sled. Yeah, his dog sled is in the South African colours, um, gold and yellow and green, and and the flag is there. Fantastic. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a South African doing the editor rod. It's like the Jamaican bobsled team, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is true. Now, th- yeah. there must be some other good news that we can find in South Africa. So, so what have you, what's come up on your agenda? The, um, you know, a follow up to last week when we said that Gary Player and Ronan Keating had, mm. had raised two million and some of the money goes to the Red Cross Hospital for Children, the oncology department, and some to the school that Gary began with his wife in Johannesburg. Well, this week, Gary and Jean went to the school and there's some gorgeous photos on sapeople.com of, of Gary holding up one of the children. I mean, Gary's like 89 years old. Mm. I think somewhere in his eighties. Check the article. The article has the correct age. <laughs> but um, but how amazing to be oh lifting a child. Our uh, uh, wins already. And uh, he's got this the, the school itself. There's 125 learners that'll get extra educational resources and two healthy meals per day. Oh, I wish so, they could do that for all the schools in South Africa. Honestly, some, these kids, you know, I mean, they they're hungry and it's just so sad. But there are people, I mean, even Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah's foundation mm. as well. Mm. You know, there, there, there are people trying. Yes. Don't throw food away. Go and yeah. donate and staying some. with schools, I don't know if you saw the most beautiful, moving, oh, I cried. Um, Drakensburg Choir did a cover of Maroon 5's Memory. Okay. Is it memory? Memories? Yeah. Uh, mem- oh, I, no, I'm not going to start singing it now. Uh, but you're welcome to. No. Let's um, <laughs> not frighten the children, Jenny. <laughs> But it's so beautiful by Maroon 5, and it's even more beautiful with this guy, Charlie Brown. Because South Africans seem to have a lot of famous names. It's like Charlie Brown and Sarah Ferguson. Well, I was going to mention Sarah Ferguson as well in a moment. Oh, okay, good. Um, so, so Charlie Brown is the main vocalist and it's extraordinary. And it's basically in tribute to all those we've lost along the way in mm. the last couple of years. And, mm. and, and, you know, when we posted it, it was amazing how many people had touched, not just people who'd lost someone to COVID, but, you know, there were just messages from someone who lost their 17 year old son a few years ago, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. It was, it's a song that connects and kind of inspires. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's great. Tell me about Sarah Ferguson. Okay, so I I did mention last week that my friend um, Andy Kutsia, who does all that wonderful underwater um, photography, because he's a a diver and he's a fly fisherman and all of that. He's actually there as part of the support team, so he's paddling with her when she does the swim all the way down the coast. So I found out why he's doing it with her. So I'm I'm watching his pictures every single day, his videos of her getting um, in in between various you know fish life and wildlife there, which is great. we, we posted this week a beautiful video, and I don't know why we didn't think of doing it before, of her coming through the hole in the wall. Yes, that's one of the ones, and, and Andy actually filmed that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that was just exquisite. And it's just like, oh, yeah, now everybody's going to want to swim through there. Uh, well, a little yes. bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> but, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say unless you're a really strong swimmer, don't do it. And also, um, did you see that it was um, what used to be called the Cape Argus, the Argus Cycle Tour is now the Cape Town Cycle Tour. It happened even though it was cold and miserable and raining and wet and um, a whole bunch of people obviously from Johannesburg didn't manage to get down there because they had grounded all the BA Kalula flights. 
So a lot yeah, of people were stuck. Come here, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah but they it was. They did do some charter flights. Yes. Which was good of them. But there were a lot yeah. of people who just didn't make it down and decided that they'll just ride their own little thing up here in Johannesburg as well. Um, but <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, she's just been going for such a long time. I know my brother did it quite a few times and he had all these medals and then they broke into his house and they stole his medals. He was very upset. <laughs> Oh, but he still did it. He still accomplished it, so yes, it's okay. Yes, <laughs> Um, Did you see, so, so Kim Lacourt de Billow from Mauritius, she won for the third time, which is amazing, mm. but she said it was the most exciting. I think the rain really, really heightened the day in a way. And Mark Pritson, who's actually from South Africa, that was his biggest win, and he said when he woke up that morning and he saw the rain, he just knew his chances were good because he, he loves wet roads. Oh, good. Well, at least it's not like they had to cancel it few years ago when they, the guy was standing there and his oh, bike wind. was like, that wind was so hectic, the southeaster <laughs> came through. That oh, was amazing. Gosh. And just on Com Air, I think there were some pretty big problems. It was like engine malfunctions and oh, I don't landing know. gear. I don't know. Well, that's what they allege. Allege, so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the whole of the Kalula fleet and the whole of the Com Air fleet. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's just It's like 40% crazy. of the internal flights. Yeah, yeah. Were it's a bit affected. of a problem. Thank goodness yeah. for travel agents if you've booked through one. Um, if you've done it online, well, then you've got a bit of a problem. Anyway, so yeah, when we, we come to other things that have happened, of course, um, God, I hadn't thought about Jodie Wayne for such a long time and was such a part of our growing up. Jodie Wayne was really kind of somebody, a singer that we, we kind of remember quite a lot, but was then sort of disappeared for a while. And yeah. passed away this week, yeah. Yeah, at the age of 77. But he, he had done a show with the Legends Museum, mm. uh, South African Music Legend, South African Legends Museum, last month or in January. And that is going to come out later this year. And in it, he's actually singing patches and mm. a few other things. Okay. So, well, talking about yeah. singing songs and things, there was this, um, somebody sent me a, uh, a link to a Reddit feed where it was all these South Africans saying, what are the worst South African songs ever? <laughs> I think Baby Chocolates came out the best. <laughs> the the worst, that. should I say, at the top of, you know, it's one of those, they said anything by any Afrikaans singer, anything by Joe, um, who was it? Uh, Kurt Darren. <laughs> For me, it's Dela Rey. And there's a whole bunch of, um, Captain as well is also like one of those songs that I'm just like, oh my goodness, no, please turn it <laughs> off. But there were a whole bunch of people who, I mean, it was quite an interesting feed. I'll see if I can find it and send it through to you. Yeah, we can put up do. South Africa's worst <laughs> songs. <laughs> Which of course will make everybody listen to them. But yeah. <laughs> oh, well, on my way here this morning, I mean, it was so nice listening to uh, Mango Groove on the radio. So, that, I mean, that just gets you into that right oh, kind of yeah. vibe. But then somebody went and put um, Freshly Grounds Doobie Doo as one of the worst songs. And I actually really like it, <gasps> oh, maybe because my kids it. loved it. Yeah. And I used to listen to it in the car with them because it used to make, we'd all sit there singing the yeah. Doobie 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 but I, I thought it was quite a sweet song. It's a, it's a very yeah, I love it. it, it it's inoffensive. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's a good word for it. <laughs> for okay, so <laughs> um, so what else have we got? Um, uh, now that we've been entertaining you with uh, my very bad singing, um, <laughs> yeah. So um, we were just talking about um, last week. We were mentioning what programs to watch. Um, that are on Showmax and Netflix, which are, you know, useful to people that are living abroad and want to watch things that are South African. And I believe we're going to talk to Kim Engelbrecht at some stage on the show. And yes. she, of course, is in Raised by Wolves, uh, which is a very, very good show. I ended up watching.
watching, and I, I love her. What's her name? Tony um, Collette, uh, Australian Tony Collette, in Pieces of Her, which is an eight-part miniseries, which is fantastic. Hey, so I Loved watched the it. first the first episode, and there was no. I felt like they should have put up a warning. This is about to be an extremely graphic scene. You know what I mean? It was. It was. It was nightmare making, and so oh, no, I, thought, I didn't find that. Oh, I did. I don't know if it's because I had my daughter with me and she's a bit squeamish. And, okay. um, and so, so then I was too scared to watch the rest of it. And I wanted to ask somebody who has watched it, oh, whether, watch it. whether there are any more scenes like that. Uh, probably, but it, I, I didn't find anything that was too disturbing. And I see that uh, the, the inimitable Viv Vermark, you know, from Going Nowhere Slowly is also watching it at the moment. She had she had her phone, watching it on her phone, propped up on her dog Bonky's ballast. <laughs> she was using him as a tripod, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> so if you don't follow Viv, go and follow her online. She's very funny. We um, shared her and, this uh, week, actually. She did, a, she did a wonderfully inspiring post about how you should um, go outside in the morning and and just oh, yes, drink your brilliant. coffee and and just be and listen the to the hardy does yeah she said you don't have to listen to the hardy does but it becomes part of the routine yeah, yeah. No, she, that was great. Yeah. I, I actually said I needed that today because I was in one of those blue moods, a yeah. blue funk, and she, she really brightened up my day. So thank you very much, Viv, for Mark. I absolutely adore you. All right. <laughs> and and um, uh, what is this now streaming on Showmax? Oh, Remembering Shane Warne, of course, the great cricketer. Yes. So they've got a special tribute really worth worth watching if you're in South Africa. Mm. And have you watched The Adam Project? That's trending yes. at number one now on Netflix. Is it oh, worth brilliant. it? Brilliant. Watched it yesterday. Definitely worth it. Mainly because our family are huge Ryan fans. Ryan Reynolds is just like one of our best things ever. I'm com- we're all completely in love with him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but seri- I mean the hands are going here at the moment. He's, he's divine. And yeah. it's a really, really lovely story. And I mean, it's, I keep on thinking like, you know, they've got all of these uh, blasts from the past in a way that uh, you hear. Bits and pieces of of um, the music is fantastic. The show, the, the the soundtrack is great, and and it's with um the Hulk, what's his name, Mark Ruffalo's in it. Yeah, yeah. And then of course um Jennifer, what's her face, Garner, who was also a superhero. So it was like all these superheroes, Deadpool, the Hulk, all these people in this program is really really interesting. It's one of those things like Back to the Future where your brain gets a little bit schmuckled every now and then, <laughs> but you you can keep with the program. It's not too bad. As I said, for blondes, it's a little bit more difficult. But anyway, um I'll yeah. And then what, and what is this? With Renee Zellweger, does she look like herself, or is she still looking a bit odd? No, no, no. She looks. <laughs> she looks. <laughs> she looks. She looks particularly odd because she's got all this um, prosthetic stuff on her to make her look a little odd. Um, it's it's called the thing about Pam, and um, mm-hmm. but I don't know where you can watch it in South Africa. It's but people around the world can watch it, and everybody is, and everybody's talking about it at the moment because it stars Renee Zellweger, and it's based on a true story about a woman who was murdered and the husband was blamed and sent to jail, etc. I won't give it away. Mm. But um, but Renee is brilliant. So far, we've only had the first episode. Next one dropping this week. It's just fantastic to watch her. You know, well, it's, it's do such some a research for us. a good actress on TV. Beg your pardon? Let us know if it's on Apple TV or if it's on, on BritBox or wherever we can find yeah, it. Yeah, I'm feeling if anything, it's going to go to Showmax because I'm seeing it on that kind of a channel. It's a mm. NBC movie, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let us know if you see it come up I'll somewhere. Find out. Yeah. 
All right, and what have we got coming up for the site for next week? Um, some good news if you care about global warming and everything. And the environment. And, Do we and, care about the environment? Yeah. Of course we care about the environment. <laughs> um, Standard Bank have just announced today that they're no longer going to be funding the construction of new coal-fired power plants or the expansion of existing ones. So I think they're aiming for zero by 2050, but by 2030 it's already going to be – so, I mean, these things take a long time, but at least they're well, on the yeah. way. Uh, along with the money which has been promised to South Africa by the people, the countries from COP26 to get us off fossil fuels. Because, I mean, yeah, the fact that we've had oh, – we, we seem to have um, no load shedding at the moment, which is great, but I'm still going on this mission to get off the grid as much as possible, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Going, I know natural gas is still a fossil fossil fuel, but at least it's better than trying to rely on electricity. But that's good news. Yes, I think it's about time that everybody put their foot down and said, right – Let's We're not stop doing it. this. Let's be kind to the environment and yes. actually do something good. There we go. Well, Jenny, I see that you're being attacked by a cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this such a good thing about podcasts. You can't see what's going on in the background. And I mean, I'm sure it's, it's this far apart. That doesn't make any difference to you because this is not visual. But anyway, <laughs> so Jenny, thank you so much. Enjoy um, the the last of your winter weather. Go to a place where it's sunny. Um, I'm just going to have to sit in Johannesburg and wait for it to happen, which should be hopefully in the next week or so that we'll have some sunshine back again. <laughs> it looks oh, like it's just going to be raining. So. Okay, and of course, people get on to sapeople.com. Go and share your good news stories, any pictures, or anything that you think about. You know, listen to the podcast. Go, like, (laughs) subscribe (laughs) on all of the channels. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Have a fabulous week. We'll catch you again soon. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.